good news. My new book is finally here. It's called Handbook for the Heartbroken, A Woman's Path from Devastation to Rebirth, and you can order it now wherever books are sold. I wrote this book after the five-year span between 2016 and 2020 when I experienced serial heartbreaks that rocked literally every area of my life, my health, relationships, money, career, social status, and even my very sense of self. And along the way, I really got to experience firsthand how dysfunctional our culture's relationship is to loss. I saw how we live in a heartbreak illiterate world that's obsessed with success and shackled with isolation and ignorant of how valuable our suffering can be for our growth and our evolution, not only as individuals, but also as a collective. So this book expands the conversation around loss beyond just breakups and bereavement, although we definitely cover those too. In order to include falls from grace of all kinds, personal, professional, and collective. So whether you're experiencing hardship now or know you have past hurts that are holding you back in certain ways and still need healing, this book is here to support you. It's also a great book to gift to clients, family members, friends, just other women in your world who are going through a challenging time. It will show you that it's only through fully turning toward your heartbreak with support, courage, and compassion that you can heal. So within the loving pages of this book, you will have full permission to fall apart and slowly, organically find your way back to greater wholeness. I'm truly excited to share this with you. It was not a joy to live this journey, but it really was a joy to write it. And you can find it again wherever books are sold and the audio version of the book is available as well. If you would like some gifts to accompany you on your heartbreak journey, you can get those at handbookfortheheartbroken.com. Those are free. Whenever you order books, you can just send in your invoice or your receipt and we'll send you those accompanying gifts. Enjoy. Hello, women. Welcome to She Talks, a space for you to come home to your inner wisdom or your she. I'm Sarah Von Stover, a yoga and meditation teacher, best-selling author, and spiritual guide for women. I created this podcast because I wanted to offer Dharma talks, or wisdom teachings as they're called in the Buddhist tradition, through the distinct lens and voice of the sacred feminine. Because I believe that when a woman gets still and quiet enough to hear the voice of the divine within her, she can finally download the guidance she needs to become the most magnificent expression of herself possible and in turn, inspire others to do the same. Throughout both the first halves of November and December, I'm offering a special series here on the podcast called Dakini's Den. In Tibetan Buddhism, Dakinis are manifestations of awakening, appearing in a feminine form. And Dakini's Den was the name of the monthly class and Dharma talk I gave in this year's nine-month women's spiritual practice community, the She School, and its mastermind component, the She Leadership Circle. These talks were a favorite both for me and the women in the programs, and I'm going to share several excerpts with you here over the next month. I also created this series in honor of the opening of 
the latest evolution of the She School. This year, it will be a 12-month program called A Year of She, and this is the eighth year that I've been leading some version of this. A Year of She is for women who want to make their spiritual practice the foundation of their life in 2019. And its mastermind level, the She Leadership Circle, is for women who want to apply their spiritual insights to their careers for more impact, creativity, and service. Early registration with special gifts and discounts closes on November 16th, and then regular registration closes on December 13th. To learn more, head to ayearofshe.com. That's ayearofshe.com. And for now, welcome to Dakini's Den. So here we are at the end of our nine-month journey, this heroine's journey. And the final stage of the heroine's journey is about returning to the world. It's about returning to the community. And a nine, this nine-month journey, the heroine's journey, is an initiation. So we hear that word a lot. We throw that word around a lot, initiation. But what does it really mean? What does it really mean? So initiation is an individual translating knowledge, that which we learned and stored in our heads, into personal experience. So we can read about the heroine's journey. We can read about the stages. We can read the biography or the autobiography of a great person from history who overcome, who overcame massive obstacles and was able to transform his or herself and to emerge into a new self, living a new life, leaving a lasting impact in this world. So how does that happen? How does that happen to go from knowledge into experience? Many of us have a sophisticated intellectual understanding of spiritual principles. I'd include myself in that category. You know, I've studied it a lot. I've talked about it a lot. But that's not the same thing as really embodying those principles moment to moment in life, especially in the challenging moments, when you're tired, when you're stressed, when life just keeps throwing you curveballs, when obstacles keep coming into your path. Those are the moments when an initiation is calling to us. When an initiation is saying, are you going to retract out of fear? Are you going to let your emotions like these more base emotions like depression and anger and frustration and guilt and shame, doubt, are you going to let those stop you from going to the other side of this, from going to the other side of the wall? That, that is the transformation. 
because to go to those other other side of the wall, you need to really calm your emotions. You really need to steady your mind. You need to actually unite your mind and your heart and your body to move together as a unit and not be at war with one another. This is what an initiate does when he or she hits that edge, hits that wall. And it's those, it's in those moments that define us. Who are you going to be in those moments when it just seems like a dead end? Where it seems like, okay, it's just, I've tried and tried and tried and it hasn't worked. Well, what is it going to take for you to try again? Just think about an Olympic athlete. How many times they need to practice? How many times they need to fail in order to finally win? takes a tremendous amount of will, a tremendous amount of faith, focusing on the vision rather than on the present circumstances and staying in that more elevated state, the consciousness of a winner, the body of a winner. Because where we normally want to go during those challenging experiences when we hit a wall, when we come to an edge, is to say, like, I hate my life, I can't do this. It didn't work for me before. Why should it work for me now? I'm worthless. And, you know, on and on. So it's in those moments where we need to get control over our thoughts and feelings. Settle the body down. Come out of the stress response. Calm the fear down. And really create a clear field in your heart and in your mind which we started to do in August when we started talking about brain waves and which we'll, I'll definitely be going into more depth about that uh, in my in-person events like the Chi Yoga training and, and next year's course, like really creating this, this clear field, this coherence in your heart and mind from which they can act together. Like we talked about in August, when you're scattered, when you're stressed, when you're in those, that, those high beta brain waves, which is, you know, the brainwaves that the world lives in is addicted to, your thinking and problem-solving repertoire is going to reflect that. You're just going to be thinking from that same stressed, limited place, just focusing on the stressor rather than having a more expanded view, rather than being really plugged in to the source, which is where the answer already exists. So passing through the initiation of the heroine's journey, transforming or applying knowledge so it becomes lived experience, you know, that's not for the faint of heart. It requires just so many times of falling back into old patterns. It takes a lot to rewire ourselves. By the age 35, like our neural pathways are already very clearly carved. We're already very set in our ways. Our personalities are very set. Although that's that's malleable, that's pliable throughout our lives. We have neuroplasticity throughout our entire lives. But it's going to take something uh, to overcome that, you know, that software, to install a new software. And that's what the heroine's journey is about. It's about 
installing the new software and running those new circuits, running those new programs over and over and over again until it becomes the new normal. So you're not, you just stop running the old programs, whatever that is. Living from a more more limited place. What we're wanting to do, what we're aiming to do at the end of the heroine's journey, returning to our life, is not, it's, it's actually a full circle journey. But we are forever changed because now we see things differently. We know that what we can see, hear, smell, taste, and touch in the 3D reality in the material realm is not the only reality. In fact, it's not even reality. That is the dream. That is the dream. The real real reality is in the realm of the divine. That's where we all came from. And I know, you know, I would bet that all of us have this, like, secret feeling, maybe not so secret that, like, wow, I'm really an alien here. Like, I don't... Sometimes, like, what am, what am I doing here? So, in a way, we all feel like we're visitors here because we are. This is not our real home. Our real home is in this cosmic connection, this this oneness that we all just crave to come to go home to. That is home. And so at the end of an initiation, we see the world from the inner eye, from the spiritual eye. Now we've honed through meditation and prayer, through listening every day to the one voice that really matters, the one that knows your destiny and the clearest path for you to get there. And that is always willing to communicate to your next right step to get there. So it's not about you having an agenda, you having a plan. It's about you listening and receiving and just downloading this path that is already exists for you. When the heroine completes her journey, she's living in the world. She's serving in the world, but she's not of the world. She's like an eagle soaring high up in the sky not getting sucked into all the drama that's happening on the material plane because that is, you know, it's always going to be there. It's always going to be here. It's just going to take different shapes and different forms when that ego mind, when the more limited mind that only believes in separateness, only believes in matter, is the dominant um leading force in a society. And so if we want to be authors of our lives, if we want to be creators of our lives, we really need to move above the noise, above the turbulence. We need to really need to rise above it. That's why the architecture in great churches and mosques and synagogues is always this very majestic upwards energy. That's why we think about heaven as above us. It's in a certain way, it is above us. 
it is this higher frequency of love, like loving intelligence of oneness that is 180 degrees away from the chaos of this material realm. And if we don't do that, if we don't rise above the noise and the chaos of the world to really create our lives, it's going to feel like we're on a hamster wheel and we're always seeking things, but they never really fulfill us. We think that they're going to fulfill us, but they don't. Like, okay, well, once I have X amount of money, once I um, create this business, or succeed at this sport or have this kind of relationship or wear these kinds of clothes or live in this place, when I get those things, then I'm going to feel whole and feel happy. And that's the major lie of the material plane. And it's really easy to get trapped in that because that's what we are constantly being bombarded with. And that's nothing new by any means. So the initiation is, you know, we can only cross that threshold from knowledge to personal experience when we turn to this inner guidance. Uh, last weekend, I had never watched it before, and I'm glad that I did. It was, you know, its name has similar roots to The Way of the Happy Woman. It's, the book is Way of the Peaceful Warrior by Dan Millman. And it was published in the 80s by my publishing company. And there's also a movie. And over the past, like, couple months, maybe month or so, I heard at least two people talking about the movie. And so I thought, okay, I have known about this for a long time. I think I just need to watch it. And so I watched it last weekend and it was so inspiring and it's really about this it's really about the hero's journey or the heroine's journey and how it's in those moments where things just don't work out that that is our training that that is our initiation so i encourage you to watch that if you know if you're inspired to and it it covers a lot of these really timeless spiritual principles, how to really master oneself by being in the present moment and turning into that inner authority, that inner wisdom, knowing that the answers are inside of us. And if we don't do that, it's like we're always weeding and we're never, we're not getting anywhere. Like there's just, there's just weeds that constantly just grow in the garden and it's exhausting. So with the spiritual tools applied in our lives as the initiation, we can go to the roots. We can go to our connection to oneness, to wholeness. We can unite with that, that, that happiness that is already always present, that doesn't need anything in our lives or in ourselves to change, that's so in love with this moment exactly as it is. And then what is it like to really live from that place and create your life from that place rather than the, the, from a place of lack and fear? And every day reach, reach for that place, reach to that source in your meditation, in your prayer, and 
don't get up from your practice until you feel it, until you feel inspired, until you feel in love with your life, until you feel that opening in your heart. Because the place of creation is our heart. And we're always, we're either creating from fear, which is our heart being closed, or we're creating from love, which is our heart being open. And those each yield very different results. And I'm sure we've all had experience of those and situations in our lives that we've created out of fear and situations in our lives that we've created out of love. Those are just, again, 180-degree difference. So, yes, it's easy to say it. It's much more challenging to do it. The ego and the circumstances of our lives constantly want to derail us, to lure us back into competition and judging and condemning and blaming, quitting, affirming our separateness. We really need to steep ourselves in in a different way, in, in the truth of reality over a long period of time, over decades, and ultimately over the course of our entire life. If you're inspired to live these teachings in your daily life, come on over and explore A Year of She at ayearofshe.com. This is a 365-day course with women's yoga classes, meditation, dharma talks, community, seasonal living, and so much more. We're a sisterhood that doesn't just talk about things, we actually practice. And this isn't about crystals and rituals, although we love those things too, but it's about genuinely working with your own energy because the real power isn't in things outside of you, however wonderful those things are. The real power is in you, and it's a rare woman who really lives that. Remember, registration is only open once a year, which is right now, and our 12-month journey starts on January 1st. It would be an honor to support you in stepping into your strength, feminine wisdom, and power in the year ahead. Until next time, I am sending you my heartfelt support. Thank you so much for being part of our sisterhood.